You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Erev Hashchidosh from Karmegat, suburb of Kiryat Gat, right in the center of Eretz Yisrael, this must be Rizcha Daraisa, at least from my end. It's not Erev Hashchidosh yet, where Rabbein Rabbi Yosef Gavriel Bechopra sits, in fact, it's Chofches Tishrei, which is a, the yard site of uh, observations from Eretz Yisrael, Yerushalayim, including Kiryat Gat and Karmei Gat, which I've come to know pretty well over the last... Kiryat Gat has like 10 people who live there. It has a suburb. That's not true. It has about 100,000 people. 100,000 people in Kiryat Gat? Wow. And, I, and, and there is not only... There's Aren't they all Lubavitchers and Spartan, or that's Kiryat Malachi? No, no, there are, there are Gerachsidim, there are... And today I spent a number of wonderful hours um, in the presence of... Well, a, a good, wonderful hour in the presence of the Kretchen of the Rebbe. And uh, also... Kiryat oh yeah? There's a, a Kretchen of the Rebbe in Kiryat God, and I had a wonderful, wonderful conversation with him, including the stuff that I explained to him at Bristol the Rise, by the way. I explained to him what I do. I had to explain what it was that I do in terms of interviewing people and putting it on the internet and stuff like that. I had to explain to him what that was. But there is a wonderfully multi-varied community here, which we are going to get later in today's incredible program. Let's start today, though, since it's your mom's here. It's like, let's talk a little bit about what you're doing today and what you're thinking about uh, vis-a-vis your wonderful mother. Yeah, so... Um... Today, uh, is, uh, is my mother's yard site, so of course, uh, my relatives are in Israel. My sister went up to the uh, cavern, Har Mnuchos, and sent pictures. Um, my brother had friends who were in who went there. He now lives in America. And um, also buried at Har Mnuchos are my mother's aunts and uncle. We're, uh, we're all very close to, kind of surrogate grandparents to us all, who lived in Yerushalayim. Um, the Holzbergs, uh, and they were a tremendous Bali Chesed and Bali Tzlaka, and both from Tells, and uh, really, um, it's a connection to Eretz Yisrael, to a, the special way of life that uh, my mother is buried near them, and uh, they lived in a little simple apartment off Rukhov Yafo, a building from, built by the Turks, who knows how many hundreds of years ago? And uh, you know, I some I'm a member of a uh, Facebook, several Facebook groups which have pictures all the time of old Yerushalayim, and I miss that kind of simplicity and that kind of um, the uh, uncomplicated era which we left behind. Life of Pashtus, and uh, even when she could afford even that. She was, did she, was she a Tosh of Yerushalayim for a while before she came to America? No, she grew up in but she grew up, she grew up in Switzerland and Holland. And uh, Switzerland, since it was during the war, they were in uh, you know a bit of dire straits, like many people. My it's interesting. Before the war, my mother's uh, uh, grandparents on both sides are very well-to-do in Lithuania, and they sent to uh, my mother's family uh, monthly, uh, you know, uh, uh, monthly uh, checks, which is you know we don't necessarily realize in Lithuania there were rich people, but they were, and then. When the war started, those checks came to a grinding halt, and the standard of living in the Shachet family suffered dramatically. And they had to cut down severely on, on things which before they had been able to afford. So since then, that my mother, who was then when the war started, she was uh, eight years old, 
she became much used to a life of frugality. And most of her life, she lived as a result in a very frugal way. And uh, with a lot, again, a sense of Pashtus, which um, uh, obviously my great aunt and great uncle Yushlein lived in an even more references because I did spend a wonderful day um, in that area by the Rehov Yafo, King George area of some of the older homes there. There was a, I don't want to reveal his name, but he's a person that was Eula from France, changed his life completely, somehow got into one of these old apartments. Um, and I spent a number of hours with this man, spends his whole day uh, in uh, and I know what you're talking about. I, I was in those streets, and you're right, it's a wonderful Pashtus, uh, in, incredibly, like the, the size of, of the average bedroom, you know, is, is one-fourth of what we would call a bedroom. And, um, and the, the amount of clothes one needs, uh, the amount of things that, you need, that, that, that that person is involved in. I had a wonderful discussion with this person. Um, and what's interesting, though, is that he actually uh, gave up a, a life, a different type of life, in order to actually live this life. Uh-huh. So it isn't, which, it isn't just, oh, the old Yerushalmi's. It is still possible, if you will, if you want, to actually enter into that circle um, and be part of that. Uh, and let me tell you something else, though, about that area specifically. We're not talking about Meir Sharmagula. We're talking about sort of like the Davidka area. Right. right? Yeah. So that area is a lot of Sephardim. There's the beautiful Sephardi Shtiblach over there, Mishkan Shlomo, I think it is. And, and you've got upstairs people putting on uh, um, uh, of Shemusha Rabba in Minichot, there's old minion over there. Uh, wonderful Chayalim and everybody in the street. Um, it is, it, as much as it was demonized for us when we were Bohar, stay away from the Rehov Yafo, King George area, that area is like, you know, bad news. Well, Benny Huda was the idea. Benny Huda, it really, it really, just, it's really within five minutes of each other, everything that we've talked about. Uh, and that is really, if you really want, through May Sharman Gula do that, but there's a certain power, vibrancy of life, energy, uh, interconnectivity, along with the right, the light rail, which is now the new uh, element, which is now slithered and sleekly slithered into that area. Uh, it's really something quite fantastic. And I spent the, uh, I spent a number. Was there? Was there, My impression was the light rail killed the neighborhood. But there's no. 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 no? It's not true. It's not true. It's Good. still, it's still wonderfully vibrant. Uh, people are actually uh, more more excited about being able to go down there. Um, last time, last time I was in Israel, I had a rental car and I actually drove up King George yeah. to Strauss, and the policeman stopped me. He said, "You know, you're not allowed to drive here." <laughs> so I actually pulled the dumb American. I didn't know that there. I didn't know you there. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he would have given me a ticket anyway, but he did. It worked. He let me. Area that we described. Within 500 yards or 1,000 yards, there are all different types of shops and people um, and, and um, wonderful interactions with people all over the place. I can tell you that it is a wonderful thing to see. It is a, One of my is, most uplifting memories is walking drunk night of Purim from the entrance of the city down Rehov Yafo in the snow to my <laughs> great aunt's house on Rehov Ezra Sisrael, it's called, right before he got to Strauss. Wow. Yes. Yes. Wonderful things. 
you can, as I think I mentioned to you off pod a couple of nights ago, was you know draining into Holzer's bookstore, which is an antiquarian bookstore. That again, the likes, and maybe there's a, n- a number of them like that. I don't think there's too many like that. Um, and um, being able to find totally out of print, yeah, Carson's, yes, that you can't find anywhere. And even Sukarmandos de Sefta, which was, I knew was, wasn't reprinted since 1970, and, and a bunch of other things, a wonderful Nakharim and articles. And just, but, but it, it was more, and I, it was more than finding the books. It was the conversation with the people without the yarmulkes and the ladies that were coming in there, all about these philosophical points in those books. And here I was, I, I, I was looking, I was with the person that I was with, not the tzaddik that I had come to visit, but uh, another person. And I went into that store, and within a minute of my entering the store, we got into a whole discussion about Shia Leibowitz and what was the most significant work Shia Leibowitz produced, um, and which led us into a discussion about the philosophical uh, underpinnings of the Rambam's take on the world and what the neshama was. And here we were in this bookstore, uh, total strangers, from completely different worlds, schmoozing and darshning. I ended up giving this man a bracha, al peace, shitas arambam, for his neshama. He was very, very happy that his seichel apoyo should work on him and that he should be able to answer <laughs> his neshama from yikoyachal apoyo. He should be zoichet to the yisoides that are nitzchi, that will bring him to a, a place. But I also told him that, as we know from Meir Nebuchim, the maise mitzvahs, that we do are the best way to get there. And I, I, I hope that by being massing the assoidists of, of those eternal ideas, he would also be able to use the Maisa Mitzvahs as a way to even push himself further. He agreed 100%, no yarmulke at all. Uh, it's it, just great. And, 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 and that, was, that was just one of probably 20 incredible interactions that occurred Within in that area, including cab drivers, including the bracha that I gave to the grusha uh, who sold me a straw hat because I needed, because as you know, as redheads and light skins as we are, we burn incredibly, even in the ac- late October of Yerushalayim. So, so what else is your, what are the chomelites? I don't know how you handle it. Maybe you have enough miles that you can go to sleep in like in the business class or in the executive class. But when you're sitting, in, when you're sitting in economy, I don't care where it is. Um, the seats are smaller. The babies cry louder when you're old. Um, the, the, the everybody has got their little charts when they're supposed to be davening shachris going down. Right, Baruch Hashem, there was no minion collective by the bathroom. I was very happy about that. But I thought most people now keep by the soccer room, slums down Yashin, and they don't actually. Um... They don't make minyanim. That's not true. I, I believe my machutanim who were on Elal said that there that the, that the there was a minion and it was right by the bathroom as usual. Terrible. Okay. Right. Um, here there was not, there was a lot of standing up, a lot of lulav shaking, a lot of people coming. I, again, I met I met a number of Dirshu uh, associates. Lulav shake. Um, That's right. Yeah. So I met a number of Birshu people on the plane who remembered me from the conventions and we were talking about when we should daven, when should we daven Jaffa, should it be this? I'll go upon and the point was there was no sleeping going on. No sleeping. I have to tell you that the fellow sitting next to me uh, is an interesting vignette. Um, 
at first I sat in my aisle seat and I had two boys sitting to my left and neither of them were religious. Um, right before the plane takes off, uh, a fellow with a frock and a long beard and a Lubavitcher hat uh, comes by and he says, he asks my, my seat, they want to see the Lubavitcher hat, you mean it was beat up from the last century. That's what, <laughs> that's what you mean, right? You know what it's crushed from the... Right. Yeah. So he asks the... Yeah. So he asks, uh, would, would, he says, he says, I'm sitting between two women. Would you mind taking my seat? So you'll sit between the two women. And this way I can sit over here. Yeah, I don't care. This kid says he's 17 years old. The guy sits next to me, which is okay. I don't mind. I mean, we start talking. I show him some of the, the stuff that I have printed out. Um, turns out that he knows Reb Zevin's grandson. And, you know, Reb Zevin, of course, is one of my heroes. And I had an article from Reb Zevin's grandson. And I gave him a whole bunch of material that I had. Um, and okay, so he, but, but he soon fell asleep and (laughs) he's, where is he falling asleep to? He's either falling asleep on my shoulder or his head is going straight into the television touchscreen. So the light keeps on going on, but it keeps on bumping into it. Um, it was quite, quite a galechter, quite a galechter. I had to try to show him exactly how to turn it off. Um, interesting that, that he refused to take anything because it was sukkahs. And he refused to take any right, drink. Yeah, yeah. He refused to take any food or drink, even though he was in a plane. He was a um, yeah. He refused to take anything. Teretz Yisrael nachdem. Yeah. Mitzvah, yeah. Anyway, I'll go on it. The baby's crying. The Lubavitch is banging his head on the touchscreen. So and the people are coming by with Lubav, asking me when they think we should have it. So, you know, um, a wonderful uh, Sephardi lady and her husband behind me are also, you know, asking me things about, you know, you know when is this month be loved? So I did not suffice to say there was not much sleeping going on. And by the time you get there, um, I don't know how you were. And by the time you get the car, by the time you figure out where you're going, um, it was quite, I was quite a little on Chalamayed um, morning uh, to stare out at the, uh, you know, uh, at the Yerushalayim, Marpeset, Sukkah, and Baruch Hashem, I was able to sing out Halil with a, with a brocha, uh, and I was able to... So, I, I thought you were in Beit Shemesh, you were in Yerushalayim. Okay, so I decided that even though my children are in Beit Shemesh and Kiryat Gat, I need to be in Yerushalayim for some of Sukkahs. Whether I'm at the, you know, I, I didn't think I'd get to the Kaisal, but I did get to Katamon and the areas around there. So I was able, Baruch Hashem, to spend a number of hours there of Shabbos. I didn't get to the Machni Yehuda Shuk, but I got to the modern version of the Machni Yehuda Shuk, which is the, it's called Osher Ad. <laughs> Osher Ad is bingo in yeah, Eretz Yeah. So it, it turns out that for all our listeners who don't know, uh, the great grocery store in there it's in, in america is called bingo great jewish grocery store in the new york uh megapolis area is there who came up with the idea of a huge department store uh, a huge grocery store that sells almost everything uh by the way very high tech so they you do have a little bit of the machna yehuda flavor but you you actually you, you actually buy everything while you're shopping so it rings up on on your while you put in your basket. In other words, you take when you take your basket, you also take something that looks like a little cell phone, and you're able to uh, add everything to that, and then 
on your way out, you just hand your little cell phone over uh, to some fellow there who's sitting behind uh, on top of a, some sort of elevated area, and that's it. So this is, this is sort of like how Israel is this amazing mix. Yeah, of, always it's, uh, it's, well, they're more high-tech there than we are. Many, but, many right, right, but, but, but still, stuff is still broken and stolen. Like every, it's, like, it's like high-tech. It's sort of like, you know, it's like steampunk. You know, there's a lot of high-tech stuff, but it's still like laced with all, a lot of, you know, it, it, believe me, it's not Germany. It's not Switzerland. But it has some of that, some of that flavor to it done in like a typical Israeli moment that caused me to accept your psak, spoiling everybody now, spoilers ahead, and to keep only one and a half days, was what occurred as I left Yerushalayim to go to Beit Shemesh to see my grandchildren. Oh, Shiblach, are the nuttiest place. Uh, it's much different than Zichar Moshe. Yeah, much different. It's, like it's, it's, um, Mizrahi touched you, right? It's everything. It's yeah. not just Mizrahi. It's everything. It's Breslavers. It's 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 Chabadskers. It's Chayalim. It is Sfarim. Oh, okay. it, I'm saying it, it's everything. The Kata. And not only that, they actually, every possible area they could make a minion, they make a minion. Plus, they have the most eclectic svarim that you can find over there. Um, and you have one room that there's people learning all day there. So it, yeah, when I was there, again, during Sukkot, everybody was coming there to get arovlis because all their arovlis had dried up. But the Katamon Shlivlach, again, they were, the Minyanim were going klor, oh, definitely till Chatzos, and possibly afterwards, Shachers. So it was quite, quite something. But anyway, uh, but as I was leaving Yerushalayim, um, you know, with all my, you know, gifts for my grandchildren in a huge suitcase and special, the freshest, the most incredible rolls that you can get for Shabbos and real your Shalmi Kogel from Yerushalayim. As I was leaving these incredible tunnels that the, the Adjechelim and the Bonim have, have built into the out of the mountains of Yerushalayim on these new highways that take Bad you. And, and as the sun was was starting to take its downward ascent, and the Frum music radio station, which was the only thing I could get on this, on this car radio, had Shloima really? singing to my Nishomala. And this is a song from my Nishomala. And he's singing Mimkoimcha. And he's saying, and I'm thinking about, I'm finally going to see my Eneklach, and I'm watching this, I'm watching the countryside, the beautiful, the mountains, the forest, the incredible sight of just being and Shloyme is singing this niggin about I had tears streaming down my eyes, and I'm driving to, to, to Ramat Pechemesh, and I, I get there, I, the door is open, Sab is here, I come down the stairs, my five beautiful grandchildren from Chaim, and it comes out of me, Shemu Malchus, which is a machlekes, the Mishnah Bura and the Rachashulchan. If you've heard from your one most beloved friend within 30 days. The Mishnabura uses the svar of the Rava Bezdin, by the way, <laughs> that we worked on, that that when it comes to the bracha, if you've had a nichtav, then you don't make a bracha. But 
as the Aruch HaSholchan time is, and Mr. Aruch HaSholchan man himself we're talking to, he holds that that's only true by the Baruch of Mechayim Eisid, which is not seeing a person after a year because maybe he's not alive. Masha'enkein, the Baruch of Simcha, of seeing someone, Avada, seeing a person is something. When I saw my grandchildren, when I saw them come down the steps, when I was able to hand them out the presents that I had brought them, I realized the deep, vacuous spot in my soul for these people. And, um, and when I looked at Rabbi Hil Michal's Hezber of how anyone who comes to Eretz Yisrael and sees the magnificent building, even in his time, the, the, he just talks about not the magnificent buildings, the fact that everybody was coming there. I mean, my life is in Eretz Yisrael. These are the people that I can't live without. So I, I know Eliezer Melamed uses this svara, but, it, but, but I felt that svara. So therefore, once we had Shmuel Salat, once we had, and I saw in Rav Avram Yitzchok HaKoyin, Kuk Zecher Tzadeh B'Kodesh Lebrocha, plus it seems there might be a, mis, a mixed Mesoyra of Rav Yosh, from Rav Yosheber versus the other Rav Yosheber <laughs> in Yerushalayim, what Rav Chaim <laughs> Because Rav, Yosh, Rav Herschel Schechter recounts in the name of his Rebbe that Rav, Rav Yosheber used to say often that Rav Chaim held it should be one day anybody visiting Eretz Yisrael. So the Kretchen of Rebbe today applauded my decision. Oh, yes? And he said to me... So that, that Bekhoffer told you to do that, right? But it wasn't because of, I want to be Machmir, and I'm going to be Machmir. I'm the big Machmir. That's you. I'm saying... And that's, yeah. talk. Here's just the one I that's fine. Ah, I understand. It's uh, right. able to admit to you. I was right. Again, again, I was able to tell people. I will tell you another story, by the way, that on my... There was in Ramat Pei there was one place that did have... I only found this later, that did have a coffers for a chutzlor at Stikils, um, and did have like a, shmi, a simchas tayra davening for them. Um, but I, my Simchas was going across to, the, to my, my son's house, you know, 200, 300, maybe 1,000 shoals just like this in the Yerushalayim Beit Shemesh area, maybe more. Every single one, Rabbi Yosef, is packed with the best farm. Every single one, they, they, it's, 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 it's Mavil Awarayim, how you can get the, up, the, the, the up, most up-to-date Shulchan Aruch's tour, Rishonim, you don't have, it's not all like, like Sibrochana paper. They have the, the complete Machin Rishalayim, Rishonim of the Rashba, the Rashbats, and the, the, the Zichr and Yehuda, or the, the Ben Arosh, everything there. And, and all, and so I spent five hours in the Bismedrish learning. It was, that was Simchas Torah. And I felt Givaldic about it. That was I, the second day. The second day. Yeah. Was my, I was Nizr from Melocha. But before I spent the five hours learning, I davened Mincha Gedoyla. And I asked afterwards, I said, you know, I work for Dirshu. Will, some, will somebody learn with me, you know, the, the learning that I have to do? So two total strangers, three total strangers, we sat down and we were learning Miyachad in Yiddish. Baruch Hashem. One of them is a, a Rav Yavrov, who's a Korov, he was very close to the, his, his father was one of the closest people to Rav Chaim. Um, and the other one was another fellow who uh, also comes from a Hoshim Mishpach in America. Yeah. We know each other from Adamarisha. But can you, you cannot, Matt, the same way in Holter's bookstore, 
in in in, in oil Avram, uh, oil Elio, Bismedrish, three total strangers spend an hour learning together in Yonah, and they've never really talked to each other before. And here they are with Grisa Horabanya. Could that happen anywhere in the United States? Do you think that would happen? In, maybe Lakewood. Maybe. I don't know. Would it happen in Muncie, in the average Muncie show? Maybe. Let, let, let's say for Mikdash in the base Spanish, we just show them. Um, I, I, no, I, they didn't have that. But what I did find in the Svartish of Medrash was the most updated version of Chochem Avadi, who, by the way, is Mavato, the Yerakadish from Mikdash. He's Mavato, what Michiel Michel says, because he, he says... one day straight out, right? What? He holds one day straight out. No, not for someone, only for Yeshiva Bokhar, but someone like me, right? Yeshiva Bokhar is different. But if you if it's Klor Daitai Lachsar, it's different. And he felt it because the Chuvas Avkas Reichel that uh, from the Beisoyosef. So I was able to look up the Chuvas Avkas Reichel inside, and I was able to see the Bircha Yosef, and I was able to see Chocham However, you know, all that being said, um, I felt okay. And that was my so you're right, you controlled me in some ways. I think it was if you if I hadn't had the discussion with you, I probably would not have done it. But I don't think it was exactly but I did get my brain back a couple of days ago, you know, after the jet lagging. Um, and it's interesting how important you mentioned the Arizal somehow pushed Akofashnias, how interesting Akofashnias has become. Um, you know that in Kfar Chabad, uh are somehow extremely important, and they I guess they take the Sifrei Torah out. And uh, there was a snub that occurred because Netanyahu did not want to. Yeah, the same statement. Well, Netanyahu did not want to be during the Kafeshniyas holding, I guess, the Sefer Torah together and dancing around with Ben Gvir, as he says he had to wait for that Kafeshniyas to be over. They get. I don't know, maybe. Maybe uh, uh, Netanyahu was hoping for Oizer Dalin. I don't know which which Akafa he was he was he was hoping for, he was waiting for. But uh, it's interesting how it's become like such a national event. There's yeah. the to the point that uh, you know it's a double portion that everybody is going to be having their eyes on it. I I really don't understand it. It seems to me Shaloy uh, I mean, look, who am I? I mean, I, I, I but I, I don't understand it. I don't understand the Hetter Stam Israel taking the Sefer Torah out at night. You're not going to read it the Chlal. Um, it's it seems to be what? What is it based on? It's based on uh, Kabbalah. I'm sure it's based on the Binnikin Chutzlars. I'm sure it's what it's based on. Since the Chutzlars, they do it so to you know some sort of uh, as the base the base Yosef is made that people who came to be Euler Regal had their minion and everybody knew about it. And that's probably what that result felt, that we'll do it. But uh, it seems, look, taking out this, even doing the minute of, of, that was very well known in Pachad Yitzchok and in Chaim Berlin, which be, seems to be the minute very much in Eretz Yisrael and many of the Yeshiva Shemanyonim, to do Hakafos after they daven Musaf and after Kriyas Atayra, right? Come back. They eat lunch and then they come back. Yeah, which to me is also strange. You know, it, 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 well, it, they it, do it at night also. They have to mark. But we were massive the fact that even though the Hakafa seemed to be just the way to be Makalas the Torah on your way to reading it and finishing the Torah and starting gracious, here they finish the Torah, start gracious. Let's take the Torah out again. 
look, you know, I'm, I'm remembering Gershalmi, we're mocked on uh, of taking uh, an inch away from where it goes, it's supposed to go to the order. What if, if the event is over? The chosen Torah, the chosen Bresh, that's all over. Now you're taking the Torah out again. No, no, it seems to be strange. The other thing I would say is that in, in Shemayim, Shemini Atzeres, the Neshama of Shemino, that Medrash talks about Shabbos having a Neshama, uh, all the Yom Tov and Shabbos says, Where's my Benzug? Do you think maybe Shemini Atzeres is a little bit upset that? That the Simchas Torah like took it over completely, like there is, you know, right? I'm saying, like, had the Goinim not had their Hanhoga of finishing the Torah here and making a Sea of Mugamr Torah, I mean, what happened to the original Bayesheni Shmini Atzeris, the Yisoid of Preda Achas, right? It got turned into a, a completely different Yoim. And of course, they fused that with Shmini Atzeris. But Lachaira, you know, no, I, I don't even know if the Bnei Arts throw college me that sense, right? They maybe they do it college. I almost feel the metaphor here, and you'll be I don't think anybody's ever made this metaphor, but there was like a one and a half minute movie that was called um it was called uh Godzilla versus Bambi. And in this movie, it starts with Bambi, a badly drawn version of Bambi, uh, standing at a, a lake and eating grass. And then you see this huge foot come down and smash it, and that's the end of the movie. And that foot is Godzilla. That's the way I feel is what happened. Simcha's yeah. Sounds like a great plot. I'm saying, yeah. but basically, that's what happened. Sim- Could, can you fight Simcha's Nobody's going to be able to fight. Like, look, at, at my son's show, they, which is incredible how, how open the Sardom are, and, you know, this, our good friend of Shmuel Leo, uh, whatever his last name is, in order he'll have Zarishul Kayoma, he has donated all the candy bags for the children, which my son told me, you know, was, was, was close to a thousand dollars, more than a thousand dollars for every kid to get candy bags, including my grandchildren. I was, I made sure they got as well. Um, you know, it's can any, okay, that's what the Yotam is about, right? That's, that's what the Yotam is about. They, 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 they impoverished themselves almost to the point of, Turning it into a wonderful, beautiful simcha, but you know the yishmiyat zeres. But um, I'm not sure I hear the China so much. But okay, uh, I, you know. yeah. Look, look, it's almost an example. Look, it's one thing. Let me say it better. It's one thing as Reb Sadia Goyin said when he saw it happening about the Rico. No minig mavata laloch. But if minig mavata laloch gabi yontif sheni is one thing, but minig mavata laloch gabi yontif rishon. That is a kaddish baruch saying that tzuni banai on that. Basically, I, right? so. I mean, yeah. the China is on the clapping and the dancing. That it's not. It's no, not just it's not just, a lucky issue, right? Because yeah. it could be a construed that you don't like it because luckily now the clap and dancing. You no, no, no. that's not your issue. My issue is not the fact that people decided to dance. My my fact is is that they that 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 a minig from Bovel became the the halachic tzura of a yomtif minatayra, and there's come out no attempt. To try to discover what that is, what the richness of that young outside, 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 outside it says never had any great meaning, unless you were. That's why probably why the most of us got attached to it. Again, if you take again, obviously people are going to be hearing this way past Yaltif. But as the Sferno says, it's really a time to be misbeinen, and misbeinen of what Sukkot was about, uh, misbeinen of what that that idea of being mistapic to the Rebbeinu Shalom um, without any mitzvahs. 
maybe even again you could say, well, if you throw a rice for kutcher bircho kadu, ich zuga feel mitumtoy. I mean, if there's a way. This section of the problem is going to come across as you as a, being a major curmudgeon. You understand? You that? think so? You think so? Curmudgeon, yeah. You think so? I hold the pshatas. We don't need. Let me say it better. The side of Shminat Seris does Grochnish Kanshim. It doesn't need any icon. It does not need an icon whatsoever. It does not need you to take out a Sefer Torah and hold it and say, this is my connection. The truth is, every one of us is labored. Well, they say they dance with the Shas. Okay, you can dance with the Shas. But uh, Lame Day Teira will say to you that Teira is the, the absence of an icon, not the icon, not an icon. Yeah, I I will tell you like this. If this, this is not a chet for the Bnei so the Bnei have got it all over us on so many, on so many. Everybody has got an opinion about Deus politics, about what makes a good Jew, what makes a good human being. The cab drivers will share it with you at the drop of a hat. The little kids in the elevators will wonder that why do I have a frock draped over my hand and my son doesn't look like he's Haredi, and, and the kid was maybe seven, and he's trying to ask me, am I Haredi, is my son Haredi, why, <laughs> and, 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 and et cetera, and, 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 and then he, as we were going up the Shabbos elevator, he's asking me, you know, uh, why I, do I like Eretz Yisrael more than Chutz Loretz, and what is Chutz Loretz Yisrael, can you imagine this coming out of a seven-year-old kid anywhere else, Right. This is this is really what what Eretz Yisrael is. Yates. I mean, really, a lot of Rishadarais is what I can tell you is basically bouncing down the streets and bouncing into those caverns and nooks and crannies that you extolled, but also in the magnificent roads and and and, and boulevards and and areas everywhere. There is, in other words, Rabbi Yosef, Rishadaraisa lives. In Eretz Yisrael, we are just sort of like basically, you know, ten, we're tending a little shadow of it. But that, yeah. well, I will be in Eretz Yisrael for another two weeks, so we'll be back again with this okay. Eretz Yisrael American uh, motif. And we're getting, of course, near the elections, and uh, maybe we'll talk about that next time. Take care, everybody. We'll see you. Okay. Goodbye from goodbye from Eretz Yisrael. Take care. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.